This episode is brought to you by Century Insurance. Century Insurance is an A-plus rated mutual insurance company specializing in providing all lines of insurance protection for artisan and trade contractors through a very limited number of select agency partners like Rancho Mesa Insurance. Hi, this is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa's Media Communications and Client Services Department. Thank you for listening to today's top Rancho Mesa news brought to you by our Safety and Risk Management Network, Studio One. Welcome back, everyone. My guest is Lauren Stumpf, Media Communications and Client Services Specialist with Rancho Mesa. Today, we're going to discuss how we may be able to detect workers' compensation fraud. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me in the studio. Now, workers' compensation insurance is designed to ensure employees who are injured on the job get the medical care they deserve. However, we know there are fraudulent claims submitted to insurance carriers all the time. How can an insurance carrier or employer determine if a claim might be fraudulent? That's a great question. We can use the acronym MILK, M-I-L-K, to determine if a workers' compensation claim is fraudulent. The acronym stands for Material, Intent, lie, and knowledge. We learned this from Chris Dill, a Special Investigation Unit Manager at ICW Group. Okay, let's go through each of these. What do you mean when you say material, intent, lie, and knowledge? So let me use an example. If a car parked in a parking lot sustains damage and the insured thinks the damage was probably caused by a shopping cart, but the surveillance video shows the damage was caused by another car, The detail about the shopping cart that was reported by the insured is immaterial, or it does not matter when looking at the motive or intent to provide false information. There was no intent to lie, and the insured didn't have knowledge of what had actually caused the damage. This scenario would not be considered fraud since the insured was making a best guess as to what had happened and was not at fault. However, if the surveillance video showed the insured actually caused the damage by hitting something in the parking lot, but said it was a shopping cart, that would be considered fraud. The detail about the shopping cart would be material, since there was intent to lie while the insured had first-hand knowledge that what they had reported was not true. Interesting. The MILK acronym could certainly apply to workers' compensation claims. So when determining fraud, we look to see if the details are material, if there was intent to lie, and if they had knowledge of fraud. What are some of the signs of possible workers' compensation fraud? So none of these alone mean there is fraud, but it's important to know what could be a sign. Things like questionable or unwitnessed injuries, pending employment action, multiple employees, multiple employees file claims at the same employer, numerous body parts are claimed to be injured, early attorney involvement or the attorney is known for handling suspicious claims, medical mill involvement, or you've seen the same doctor and attorney working together on the same types of claims. Again, these could be clues there might be fraud, but just one of these doesn't mean there is fraud. So there will have to be an investigation to know for sure. What can employers do to help prevent workers' compensation fraud? Employers can vet new hires and perform pre-hire background check, educate employees on their benefits and how they work, ensure they know the difference between their medical insurance and workers' compensation insurance, make sure they are familiar with how to report workplace injuries. Confirmed management knows the proper procedures for workplace injuries, including investigations and documentation. We don't want management to ignore any reports of injuries. 
implement a zero-tolerance policy against all claim fraud and utilize anti-fraud resources through your carrier. Make safety a priority and have regular, effective safety meetings. Don't ignore complaints about unsafe working conditions or treatments. Address these as soon as possible. Use surveillance like security cameras to validate legitimate injuries and provide evidence when fraud is suspected. Investigate injuries right away by completing investigation forms, witness statements, and taking photos. Show employees you care about their well-being. Check in with the injured workers and answer their questions. A good relationship between the employer and employee can go a long way. And lastly, perform exit interviews and have the employees acknowledge they have not sustained any workplace injuries that were not, previ- that were not previously reported. Those are all excellent tips for preventing workers' compensation fraud. Lauren, if listeners want to learn more about workers' compensation fraud and how to prevent it, who should they contact? Listeners can attend our webinar, Fighting Fraud Within the California Workers' Compensation System, Addressing the Symptoms in the Disease, on Friday, September 30th, 2022, or reach out to our client services team to watch a recording after the webinar. Thank you for covering all of that. Lauren, and thanks for joining me in Studio One. Thank you. Always a pleasure. This is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa. Thanks for tuning in to our latest episode produced by Studio One. For more information, visit us at RanchoMesa.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter.